0: Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. As the writer of Hebrews brings this letter to a close, he gives various instructions. In the first several verses, there are moral instructions instructions regarding purity. Today on Drawing Near, we are encouraged in our relationships with church leaders. Let's take our Bibles and turn to Hebrews chapter 13 and study, Remember, Follow, Consider. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Father in heaven, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity that you give us to continue to walk in relationship with you. We thank you for the faith that you have given us in Jesus Christ, for the way you have drawn us into salvation, for your indwelling Holy Spirit, and the way the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin and convinces us of truth and encourages us in holy living. Father, help us to understand all that you do to make yourself known and your will known to us. And Father, give us the wisdom, the faith, the discernment to be obedient to your word, to follow you, and trust you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Let's begin our study by turning to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7. Verse 7 reads, Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow, consider the outcome of their conduct. Now, this is a passage of Scripture that I normally would not focus on. It seems to be somewhat self-serving. And yet, these kind of instructions and encouragements are in the Bible. And maybe the condition of the church, maybe the way relationships exist in the church between the people and the pastor, maybe they've been affected by many pastors not preaching this or not teaching this or not teaching it accurately. We need to understand God has a lot to say about the body of Christ. He has provided leadership, those people who are, according to Ephesians 4, to equip the body, who are to set an example, who are to provide guidance and oversight. These things are clear in Scripture. In the American church, a lot of people back off or are repulsed by the idea that they need to be led by anybody. But God has given us these things, and we need to embrace them. One of the benefits of reading and studying verse by verse, is you have to deal with every verse of Scripture, even when it's uncomfortable. And these kind of verses are uncomfortable for me. But what this passage says is that we're to remember those who rule over you. And the qualifier here is those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you. This is the idea of leadership within the body of Christ. Now, first and foremost, I want to point out, There is to be a relationship for every believer in the body of Christ. This idea that you can worship on your own, that you can just not be a part of the church, not be a part of attending or assembling or serving or using your spiritual gifts in the body of Christ, that's ludicrous. We are to be in the body of Christ. We are to be in a relationship with those people who are in leadership over the body of Christ. And so this is talking about pastors or elders, and it says, remember those who rule over you. The word rule literally means to lead, to guide, to provide direction. And that's not just direction for the church. That's direction in each individual's life. That's what the pastor is to do. He's not a dictator. He's not someone who can force anybody to do anything. That's not the idea here even though some pastors have used this in that way. They'll take passages like this and browbeat people. Rather, this is about leadership, providing direction, shepherding the body of Christ, watching over their souls, as we're going to see later in this chapter. Remember them. How are we to remember them? Well, there are those who believe that this might be referring to those who formerly ruled over you, who have gone on to be with the Lord, maybe due to persecution or whatever reason. But that's not the language here. It's remember those who rule, not have ruled, but rule, lead over you. These are individuals who have spoken the Word of God to you. That's the primary responsibility of every pastor or shepherd or elder, to proclaim, to preach, to teach the Word of God to people. Not some of it, but all of it. Not their opinion of it, but God's word. God's word is not a word of private interpretation. God's word means what God intends it to mean. And preachers and teachers are to proclaim the truth of God's word. So we're to remember those who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow. These individuals are to be people of faith. This passage is directed more to me, more to people like me. Then probably to the people in the pew, to the people who listen, who follow. Because we are to preach the Word of God. We are to have a faith that is worth following. And we're to follow their faith. We're to look at them and follow their faith. In fact, that's what the next phrase says, doesn't it? Consider the outcome of their conduct. Take a look at them. Scrutinize their life. What kind of believer are they? Have they managed their own households well? Have they trained up their children in Christ? What are the relationships like within the church and without the church? Are they kind? Are they gentle? Are they loving? Are they faithful? They're not only to proclaim the word, but they are to live the word visibly. We are to be in a relationship with them that allows us to consider the outcome of their conduct. Hopefully, we have pastors and teachers who are worth following whose faith we can pattern our lives after. If not, there's a problem. There needs to be a conversation. The way they live needs to proclaim Jesus Christ and bear the fruits of righteousness. If we were to go to Matthew chapter 7, Jesus, at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, tells the people who are listening, Beware of false prophets, false teachers, who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. There are religious individuals who want leadership for the wrong reasons. And they don't come to build up the body of Christ or to protect the flock of Jesus Christ or to nurture and care for them. They come feeding off of them. They come to take from them. Jesus goes on and says, you will know them by their fruits. Then he says, do men gather grapes from thorn bushes? No. Or figs from thistles? No, even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. In other words, you're going to be able to look at the conduct of your leader, of your pastor, of your teacher's life, and see whether or not they are worth following. They are individuals who bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. John tells us in his letter in 1 John that we are to try the spirits to see whether they are of God. Jude talks to us about apostate leaders within the church, false leaders who make promises, but inwardly they are greedy and self-serving. We need to be aware of all of these things and yet be faithful to remember those who rule over you. Pray for them, consider them, love them, support them, and whose faith follow, considering the outcome of their conduct. Paul says something very unique in one of his letters. He says, you know the pattern of life that I have lived. Then he says, follow it. (laughs) What a challenge to be someone within the body of Christ who has responsibility to teach, to shepherd, to lead, and then to look at people and say, listen, I'm following Jesus. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. You follow me. I am a visual representation of Christ in your life. What a challenge. What a level of responsibility. I hope that you pray for your pastors. I hope that you encourage them in the faith, not just pat them on the back all the time. Frankly, pastors don't need that nearly as much as what they or others might think. What they need is to be encouraged in righteousness and holiness. They need to be upheld before God, and they need to be supported as we all seek to walk with Christ day by day. Father in heaven, thank you for these words, as challenging as they are. They call to my mind the words that you give to parents and their children that we're to honor our fathers and mothers, that we are to respect and revere them. There's to be a reverence relationship between husband and wife, loving relationships, the body of Christ is no different. We need to honor those in authority over us, but they need to follow Christ and be the individuals who merit such honor. But that's your responsibility, as Jesus says in Matthew 7. Those who do not bear good fruit will be cast into the fire. Father, you are an honest and a good and a holy judge. I pray that you will guide your leaders guide your teachers, your pastors, elders, to be the individuals, the men of God that they're supposed to be. And I pray that within the body of Christ, there will be a discernment, an understanding, a love and affection for what you're doing within the body in every way, shape, and form. Be with your people, love them, guide them, build up your church in the most holy faith. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, he will draw near to us.